Let's get nuts. Well, hello, everybody. How's it going? Get that music going if I could fight it. Uh, I'm scrolling through. I can't fight it, of course. But how's everybody doing today? It is uh, time for some Film Junkie Live. There it is. All right. How we doing, folks? If you guys are doing good, subscribe to the channel if you haven't already. Do all that. Good to see you. Hopefully you guys had a good weekend. I had a pretty good weekend myself. Oh, yeah. Went to a little metal show on Saturday with some friends. It was good times, good times, good times. But, uh, yeah, we got lots to talk about. We'll talk about that, that quarterly thing that happened. We kind of talked about it on the Vodka stream, but we're going to talk about it a little bit more when it comes to what Zazzy Pants said, some of the things, you know, you know, we're out there. And then, of course, we got the, uh, you know, cast stuff. We got a video from Rachel Brosnahan, too, talking about that Superman suit. Yeah. And then, of course, we're going to talk about scoops that came out that a lot of people were getting all crazy about. And I, again, don't believe everything you hear, son. Isn't that what Bruce Wayne said in Batman vs. Superman? Now we'll talk about the box office, the quiet box office, but hopefully this week's box office is going to be... This weekend's box office is going to be huge because Dune Part 2 is just... I just... It's just crazy how positive everybody is talking about that movie. And then Gladiator 2. Whoa! Yeah, article came out with that. All right, who's out there? Let's chat. Oh, let's see where we at. Uh, I know, I, I, I cannot figure out why my stream deck thing is, like, messed up. Why can't I freaking find... I, I can't seem to find, like, my... There it is. Jesus. It's all a scroll thing, and I hate that. Anyways, what's going on, Ryan? Good to see you. We got Amari right here. One of those tr truly is the Titanic, isn't it? Well, you know, if you look at those stock numbers, they definitely are. What's going on for your Jason? Good to see you, buddy. We got Gilmer right here. You guys got me thinking about Batman Beyond. Maybe this is a lazy, but Bruce Greenwood would be a perfect older Batman. Hmm, older Bruce Wayne, I should say. Trying to remember who that is. Sounds familiar, but yeah, I don't know. I'll have to look that up. I'm trying to remember who that is. What's going on, James Noel? Good to see you. We got Miss Jacks around here, man. Those are two faces I hate seeing in the thumbnail. <laughs> hey, we got Mama Film Junkie here. Good to see you, Mom. Hopefully you had fun at your concert last night. Eric, what's going on? How many IPs will WBD? need to sell to get uh, out of this mess yeah that's a good question they might have to start you know like i said there might be a little bit of a garage sale who knows brendan what's happening all right let's get nuts axe d i highly doubt legacy will save w in any way also in any way i mean if it's successful it is i mean barbie is helping hopefully dune is helping I mean, you can't say in any way. It sounds to me like you're not excited about all this stuff. It's going to going against Jurassic World. The bank is on. Yeah, but Jurassic World doesn't even have a director. I don't think that's the release date's going to be up against that. So, just saying. Minor for life. What's going on? Cortez. So, Dave, it's crazy how WB wouldn't greenlit Batman on, but would possibly greenlit an anim animal-friendly DC movie. Well, I'm going to talk about that because, again, don't believe everything you hear. <laughs> That's the problem that a lot of us are facing right now. Max Wolf Knight, what's going on? Danger. Hey, Dave, what up? I'm doing good. I don't think Jurassic Park is going to save us. Jurassic Park, you mean Jurassic League? Hey, what's going on, RJ? Good to see you, buddy. Doing pretty good. Can't complain, you know. Another storm rolling in when it comes to when it comes to Southern California. It's like, man, we're just getting a bunch of rain. We're just getting a bunch of rain, I tell you. But it, I mean, it's a good thing overall. But I'm kind of getting tired of it, and I'm like, it's like cold and gloomy, and I'm like, I want some sunlight, you know. Like to get that vitamin D. So, anyways, all right, guys, appreciate you. Appreciate you. Let's get started here. Let's go over some tweets and see what's going on in the world. First thing I wanted to talk about, actually, um, let's see, where is it at? I always got to find things. Uh, let's see, there it is right here. Um, I recorded a podcast with, uh, obviously, if you guys watch the Vodka stream, and you know I uh, 
regularly have on Chris Balga. And of course, he hosts a podcast called Finest Believers, the world's finest true believers. It's basically a podcast that is uh, talking about a certain book or something when it comes to comic books. And he asked me to be on there and uh, and basically was like, hey, pick pick a story you want to talk about. And, and he said, you know, and I was like, well, it should be a Batman story. Hey, look at that. Thank you. Uh, we got Jason right here gifting some memberships out there to uh, Hank, Ian, uh, Jar Jar, Jeff, and Manny right there. So thank you guys. Appreciate that. Appreciate that. Appreciate you gifting those uh, memberships out. That's right. We got Manny's Manic Media. That's an interesting. I like that name. It's a cool name. But uh, yeah, check it out, guys, because here it is right here. We posted it. What was this? Was today? No, that was yesterday. Yesterday. Post every Sunday. But yeah, listen to this body. It was a fun conversation. And if you haven't read Batman Ego, do yourself a favor. It's not a long story, you know, and I've, I've talked about it before, too. I'm like, it's 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 one of my favorite Batman stories because it's such it's such a personal Batman story. It's not a big, huge, extravagant Batman story. It's a dark story. And it's it's just a good it's a good book. It's a really good book from Darwin uh, Cook, of course who uh, may he rest in peace but uh yeah it's just it's a really good book it's a really good story like i said it's not like a super long story it's not like a full-on series it's just one story so it was just a lot of yeah it was a lot of fun talking to chris about it you know and just revisiting that revisiting that batman story just a really freaking good story so yeah check that out if you haven't already Listen to it. We talked, you know, it was like less than an hour. You know, nothing so, too yeah, crazy. Check that Whoa, out. turn that down. Turn that down. Uh, but yeah, so let's see what else we got here. We got that. Okay, so guys, I know you were, you probably worried. You were probably worried, but you know, family, family. I can't, I, I got to work on my Vin Diesel impression. Family, family, family. I don't know how, I guess got to work on it, but uh, anybody who's worried about, uh, Fast 11, I don't know what they're actually going to call it, but uh, Vin Diesel did reassure that, hey, it's it's happening and uh, and uh, it's going to be the finale, which to me, I'm like, thank God. I know there's people that really enjoy it. Fine, that's perfectly okay. I just, I, I lost, I still watch them and they still get my money, but at the same time, after Paul Walker passed away in Furious 7, I was, I kind of checked out of the franchise and I haven't really enjoyed and even though Jason Momoa was good, was a good addition to, to the Fast franchise. But here we go, right here. Vin Diesel reassured on Instagram. Just finished our end of the week Fast meeting with the writers and the whole team. To say the excitement for our finale was incredibly powerful is an understatement. Wow, so exciting! While everyone was heading into the weekend amped and excited, I thought of you all, reminded of the countless moments when your enthusiasm and passion became the driving force, no pun intended, right there, Vin, <laughs> behind our creative journey. Your commitment to our saga has had a unique, a unique, in unique, okay, well, I mean, I guess it's spelled, yeah. Anyways, impact on its success and evolution, as my youngest daughter would say, it's profound. Thank you for being the backbone of this global saga. That because of you transcends the screen. This grand finale is not just an ending. It's a celebration of the incredible family we've built together. Hope to make you proud. It's funny because Papa Film Junkie watched. He hit me up this week. He watched Fast X and he he agreed with me. He said like, oh yeah, Jason Momoa is the best part of the movie. And then he was going like, did Dom and his son die what happened i'm like well it's a it's a cliffhanger dad it's a cliffhanger well of course they didn't die why would they actually do that that'd be messed up if they actually killed you know the main character and his son his little son i don't think they would do that but yeah he actually watched it but yeah there you go you know i mean they said that they were going to go back to some basics i don't see how you do that with a finale you might as well just blow up the world there Vinny. you might as well just blow up the world okay why scale it down now, if you continue or whatever, I don't know if they'd reboot or whatever, but if you were to continue, that's where you then scale it back down to just street level racing and scale it back down to the first one. But if you're just going to, if this is the finale, go out with the blaze of glory. I mean, yeah, I don't know. But there you go. For anybody who was wondering about 
what was going on with that. And I've been wondering what's been going on with this. We, this movie, the sequel for this movie has just been like, okay, there's going to be a sequel. It's going to be a sequel. It's going to be a sequel. And we just keep hearing about it, but it just seems like it's not going to happen. And the first movie was great. And it's like, please, yes, Ben Affleck wants to do one and we want to continue it, right? The Accountant, what the hell? So apparently, according to Deadline, the sequel to The Accountant, starring Ben Affleck, is moving forward with Amazon having acquired the rights to the film. Okay, now make the fucking thing. Jesus. It just seems like we've been hearing about the sequel for, I don't know, when did the first one come out? It was before the pandemic. But it's like, God, man, it was a great movie. It was a great movie. Now you have a killer who has a mental disorder and, you know, it's like, well, I guess like autism, whatever the hell. And man, that first movie was awesome. And it was like, yeah, keep on going, keep on going. But then, yeah, it's just like it kept getting delayed, delayed, delayed. I don't know. When did the first movie come out? 2019, 2018? It was before the pandemic. I know that. But it was just like, geez, finally. So now Amazon has it. But then you kind of wonder, is it going to get a freaking theatrical release now? I don't know. And yeah, they should do some kind of crossover kind of events or something like that when it comes to some of these right here. But I mean, that's good news, though, I guess. You know, we got something. We got some kind of thing going on. And if if Amazon's going to do it, well, there you go. I mean, they, they love Ben Affleck, right? So they love Ben Affleck. It, no, it did not come. It came out in 2016. You're kidding me. What? That, God, see, the pandemic screwed things up so much. It came out in 2016. What? No way. That's crazy. Really, Andrew? Man, it did come out in 2016, didn't it? So here we are eight years later. Eight years later. Whoa, that is insane. That's insane to me. That is insane to me. How they just have not done a sequel. But then again, you know, just having the one-off, I would have been okay with as well. So, Wow. That's just crazy. That's just crazy. That's crazy. Mm, excuse me. Sorry. Hello, burpee right there. Anyways, so obviously with Dune Part 2 coming out this week, and a lot of people are just raving about it and everything, and then, of course, you got Mr. Villeneuve talking to the press, and we have Variety right here that is uh, talking about one of the quotes that he had today that was a little bit of a discourse that happened online when it came to what he had to say right here when it comes to filmmaking and how he approaches it and what he remembers when he goes to see a film. Let's see. Here we go right here. Denai Villeneuve says movies have been corrupted by television. Frankly, I hate dialogue. Dialogue is for theater and television. I don't remember movies because of a good line. I remember movies because of a strong image. I'm not interested in dialogue at all. Pure image and sound. That is the power of cinema, and it is something not obvious when you watch movies today. Movies have been corrupted by television. In a perfect world, I make a compelling movie that doesn't feel like an experiment, but does not have a single word in it either. People would leave the cinema and say, wait, there was no dialogue, but they won't feel the lack. Controversy. So a lot of people are, you know. We're like, you know, giving their two cents. And I saw like the discourse when it came out there, which is perfectly fine. Hey, he's an auteur and he's a great filmmaker. And I disagree with him right here, but I understand where he's coming from because he is that vision. I watched Dune last night and yes, he is a visual director. He tells his story mainly by visuals and sound. And when it comes to dialogue, you don't really remember too much when it comes to that, but you remember the visuals. And I totally understand that. But then you have somebody like Quentin Tarantino, dialogue, dialogue. So he's looking at it like that. And I'm just kind of going like, well, you don't, you don't remember a movie from a, 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 a piece of dialogue, a line. I'm like, yeah, there's some of the most memorable movies have lines that you say over and over again to people. You know, how many times your favorite movie, you just say the lines, you say it to your friends, 
and they know exactly what movie you're talking about right there. So little, I was like, ah, I don't know about what about that, Mr. Villeneuve, Villeneuve. You know, I was just like, I, I, I get it. I get what you're saying because you're a very visual director. And, you know, when it comes to all his movies, I think about the visuals with him. But yeah, the dialogue, dialogue is important. You know, not everybody does it the same. So I do disagree. But at the same time, I get where he's coming from. Um, he also has talked about, too, when it comes to when it comes to uh, Dune 3. Now, Dune 3, he actually also had something to say about Dune 3 where he said he didn't want to rush. He didn't want to rush into Dune 3 because he feels like Hollywood and everything rushes. He had a lot of, like, you know, things that people were like, you know, there's a little bit of a discourse with some of his quotes that he has say, but he said he didn't want to rush into Dune 3. This is... I just hope there is a Dune 3, and I think, you know, if the, bo you know, the box office opening weekend sounding like it's going to be good, he didn't want to rush into Dune 3 because he feels like, you know, too many times they rush into a sequel. You know, obviously he's already got his next movie plan that's based on some book. That sounds pretty awesome, but he doesn't want to rush into it, even though he's writing it and it'll be made. And then it kind of reminded me of like, yeah, I mean, that's good. We shouldn't. He shouldn't rush into it. Hopefully he doesn't. I mean, and then, of course, we're thinking about Matt Reeves, Matt Reeves and the Batman. Obviously, we're all anxiously awaiting that that movie because we love. Well, some of us, not everybody, but, you know, people love uh, the movie and uh, I love the movie. So I, of course, was like I wanted it yesterday. But at the same time, I'm like, you know, regardless of what's happening with Warner Brothers and DC Studios, I'm just like going like, all right, yeah, take your time, Matt. And hopefully he's writing two and three. That's that's my whole theory is that he's writing two and three. But yeah, he doesn't want to rush into that. Uh, and then apparently they also uh, asked him about the uh, the infamous Dune popcorn bucket. That's right. And what was his response? What the fuck? <laughs> that was all of our responses there. Denny? Deny? Mr. Villeneuve? Yes. We all kind of went like, yeah. Who knows what they were thinking about when it came to that? I don't know. I saw that on there. I was like, maybe that's... <laughs> I was like, jeez. Ah, oh, very interesting. Uh, but yeah, so there you go. Controversy, but not really. You know, that's his opinion. He's a visual director. But yeah, something in the scope of Dune is definitely going to be remembered by the visuals. You know, there definitely is. And then you got stuff like comedies or like, you know, different kind of genres. You remember the dialogue. I mean, even though Tarantino does good cinematography too it's still like it's cinematography in the sense of just like you know he knows how to frame a shot for sure but when it comes to something so cinematic and so grand like grandioso so something so big it's like you know you remember some of those vision visuals right there you know and there's certain directors that just do that i say like christopher nolan is good with dialogue as well as framing something and making it cinematic <laughs> All right. Well, this, oh man, I, I don't think that, I don't think that Ryan Gosling, I don't think that Ryan Gosling thought that when he sang this song, I'm just Ken, that he was going to have to sing it at the Oscars. And a lot of people were wondering if he was going to sing it at the Oscars after all the award show recognition, remember his response, his, the look on his face. I mean, of course he could have been kidding, but at the same time, I don't think he actually thought it was going to get the attention that it did because he probably doesn't really he probably doesn't think that he has a great singing voice, which he does not. He does not have a great singing voice. That's why when it comes to a song like I'm Just Ken, it is very much like a Saturday Night Live sketch. It is a parody. But guess what, guys? Yes, he's going to be performing it at the Oscars. <laughs> I'm, hey, you know what? That's fine. It'll be funny. And I'm sure it's just like, uh, <laughs> it's going to be interesting. I wonder if he's going to have somebody else that does that. Somebody else, like, I don't know, any of the other guys that performed it with them. I don't know. It's going to be interesting to see that happening. You, you just can't tell me that Ryan Gosling thought that when they were filming and then making that song when they were recording that song that he was going to sing it at the oscars you can't tell me that he no there's no way there's no way but here we are <laughs> here we are ryan gosling singing that song at the oscars that is that is crazy i don't know 
he's a good performer though. You know, you know, he's a good dancer, stuff like that. I don't think he has a great singing voice. It's Ryan Gosling. Eh, it's whatever. But uh yeah. <laughs> it's just kind of like, wow. He had no choice. You know, it was gonna happen no matter what. It was going to happen. Oy. But you know, good on him. Good on him. All right, what else we got? I think that might be it with all the tweets that I wanted to show for today. Yep, that's pretty much it right there. All right, cool. Cool. That's all the tweets. Ryan is actually a rock singer. Is he a rock singer? Do yeah, okay. Is that what it is? The new TikTok the new TikTok dance now, huh? <sighs> all right, let's get into the topics now on hand. Let's talk about the Warner Brothers and do all that. All right, Superman Legacy. Well, hopefully it can, uh, you know, kind of help when it comes to Warner Brothers uh, troubles. And it seems like, you know, people are excited. Obviously, we got the the cast photo. We were wondering if we were going to get that. And we did get the cast photo for uh, the table read that was happening in Atlanta, I think it was, Atlanta. And, you know, posted that. And that got people excited. There was a lot of art. I saw some people, like, turn turn the, the, the cast the actors into the characters that they are actually playing. So that, I thought that was pretty cool. But yes, here it is right here, of course. Now, we already knew about everybody, but there was one person who was like, wait a minute, who is that guy right there? Who's he playing? What the heck? Who is that? And it's, well, that's Terrence Rosemore. And he is playing Otis. Yeah. Where did that come from? Well, that wasn't announced, but everybody else was. So yeah. Whoops. James Gunn forgot to uh, announce that one a little bit there, huh? And it's kind of funny, too, because it's funny, too, because a lot of people were trying to guess, like, who he was. A lot of people were thinking that he was playing Perry White. It's like, okay, maybe he's playing Perry White. But no, he's playing Otis, which, of course, you know, Otis is like the assistant to Lex Luthor. We saw, of course, Otis in the uh, the Donner Superman movies. And, uh, you know, it was kind of a, it's kind of funny because everybody's just like, all right, I guess we got Otis. Even though Otis is now, he's been put into the books as well. So he's also been in the comic books. But then, of course, we have the whole thing about, okay, well, Otis is, you know, normally, he's he's white. Obviously, he's white. And they, you know, they... He's now black, and it's kind of funny because, again, when you see, like, the two sides when it comes to this, anytime that there's a race swap when it comes to characters, there's always that discourse. Not really much of a discourse when, when it came to this time around because I think, like, the people who are usually, like, complaining about them swapping the race of a character, they didn't really give a shit because maybe because it's just, oh, it's just Otis, how much, how long, you know, whatever the hell. But then I saw, I thought, I saw somebody actually get you know, what what we call ratioed on Twitter because they were like, of course, you're going to make the black guy a dumb idiot who's an assistant to the evil white man. And it was like, all right, we can't do that. We can't do that. We can't really, you can't pick and choose how they're going to do this, okay? Because everybody, every race should be able to play dumb idiots as well as the, the lead character, the smart character too, it's got to be, you know, we have, it's, you can't just be like, no, you can't do that, but you must always do this. It can't be like that. And I was just kind of, it was just kind of funny because I was like, you know, I just came across that on my feed and I'm like, okay, but there really wasn't like that much of a discourse. But again, he's just like, all right, how come there's a discourse over here when it comes to this? And it's like, yeah, I don't know. Everybody just needs to shut up, shut up. I mean, what's funny about this cast, it is pretty damn diverse. This cast is pretty damn diverse. And you know why it's diverse in 2024? Because there's a freckle-faced ginger in this cast, okay? Now, in 2024, when you see a ginger, you go, holy shit, it's now diverse. Because, let's face it, in the past decade or so, the gingers were being just <laughs> swapped and just thrown out. But James Gunn was like, hey, Jimmy Olsen is going to be redheaded. And there it is. So now in 2024, you see a redhead. You're like, holy crap, it's very diverse. Am I right? Jeez. Pretty funny. It's where we are right now. But apparently, yeah, Mr. Uh, Rosemore, uh, he was in the uh, show Atlanta. I'm not really too familiar with him, but, you know, uh, apparently, yeah, people were kind of raving about him. So anyways, but good cast photo right there. And then this is this article right here about 
um, from Variety that was saying that Superman Legacy to begin filming next week. Of course, this was last week. This was on the 23rd, so three days ago. So that's right, guys. Superman Legacy begins shooting this week, which is crazy to think about. We're finally here. But it said right here, during Friday's Q4 earnings call, David Zaslav, Warner Brothers, of course, CEO, said that James Gunn, Superman Legacy, will start filming next week. And, of course, Gunn posted all that and everything. Zaslav sounded optimistic when delivering the Superman news, saying, bottom line, the studio has really been underperforming. You think there's Azzy Bantz? I mean, he had Barbie, but still underperforming. Yes, very much so. Including at the end of the year where we had some real struggle. And we're very optimistic about this year. And it has given us the chance to have a lot of upside in the next two years. So basically just talking about that. Gun, Gunnar um, Wienfels, of course, the CFO, was also frank on the call about last year's soft superhero offerings. On the film side, obviously, this is going to continue to be a hit-driven business. So talking about the superhero genre, it's not going anywhere. But, of course, scale it back. Just last year was, just last year was a great example with the greatest success in the film studio's history and some real challenges across the industry on the, on, uh, on the superhero side industry on the on the superhero side i think that might have been a topo right there what the hell you know obviously talking about uh you know everything that happened last year and even said that the color purple and superhero uh, and then of course aquaman and the lost kingdom underperforming things are looking better and like i said if dune part two ends up being a huge hit i mean wonka ended up being a hit where they want a wonka sequel now and i didn't think that was actually going to do well but apparently it's at like 614 million worldwide i didn't think it was going to cross 400 i didn't i had i was like no they're not gonna that's not gonna be a thing but apparently it's a thing and they want a sequel when it comes to all that so yeah i mean things are on the up and obviously, Superman Legacy is going to be a big driving force when it comes to correcting the ship or, you know, the sinking ship, you know, when it comes to Warner Brothers Discovery. But, you know, I mean, obviously, there needs to be other films there, too. And hopefully, I just really hope that Dune Part 2 can be one of those, one of those, um, one of those uh, anchors, not anchors, life preservers or life lifesaver thingies and blah, 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 blah. But, uh, oh, Jesus. Uh, okay. Sorry. I was just trying to find, I was going to pull up the, uh, the WBD stock, but let's face it. When it comes to the WBD stock, yeah, it is not, I mean, it's, let's see, let's look. It's at, it's at $8 and 53 cents right now. I'm not going to show the screen. I don't know if it shows any of my stuff, but, uh, you know, in the past like three months, I mean, it took a dive. It took a dive recently. Yeah, under $10 year to date. Yeah, the past year has just been trailing down. I mean, it started a year ago at $15.62. And you can see, like, you know I mean, you know what's funny is, like, the biggest spike, the biggest spike that you can actually see when it comes to Warner Brothers Discovery, when it was at $77.27. Guess what month that was and year? March of 2021. That's right, when the Snyder Cut came out. What? Yeah, that's kind of funny how that is, right? I mean, the stock went, it was kind of crazy to think, like around the time that Zack Snyder's Justice League was coming out, the stock skyrocketed, skyrocketed to the highest it's ever been. According to what I'm seeing here. Jeez. Just kind of tells you something right there, huh? Huh? I don't know. Hopefully they can write the ship. I don't know. Maybe I'm going to buy some shares now that it's so freaking cheap. <laughs> and hopefully, like, you know, when Dune comes out, it'll go up and things will go up and go up and get back to that that time right there. Get to back, back to that $77 and whatever. But yeah, geez, the stock's at eight, $8.53. March 19th, 2021, it was at $77.27. Pretty crazy. Pretty crazy to think about. So then also, uh, <laughs> then we got this right here. Um, when, it got to, when, it, when it comes to everything that's happening, uh, one of the things that was said on the phone call, and here's a yeah, quote, this is, this is what Sassy Pants said, I guess, and some of the Warner Brothers said, and a lot of people were like, what the hell? 
Warner Brothers say they are the only pure storytelling company in the movie industry. <laughs> Meanwhile, A24 is like, are you serious? Are you serious with this? Yeah. Uh, I mean, I guess if you're going to say, you know, be confident. Okay. Be confident. He's got that big D, that big Z energy coming from Zazzy Pants, I guess. That big Z energy. He's just like, yeah, yeah, yeah. We're worthy. Only pure storytelling. And meanwhile, they're canceling fucking movies <laughs> for tax write-offs. And, you know, I don't know about that, but I was just immediately I was like, well, I mean, I don't know. When it comes to storytelling, it seems like A24 seems to be like the leader when it comes to pure storytelling from a studio. I'm just saying there's Azzy Pants. But and then, of course, he uh, said and a lot of people commented on this as well, that uh, that, you know, he's read the, the Supergirl script and he says it's very good. And I know a lot of people, you know, will be like, well, yeah, remember the last time he was trying to lift up a superhero movie? It was The Flash saying it was the best superhero movie he's ever seen and everything like that. And it's like, yeah, of course, he's a CEO of a company. He's not going to say, oh, yeah, it's fine. It's fine. Yeah, movie's fine. Of course, he's going to say it's everything is great. He's trying to sell a product. Of course, he's going to say that. He's never going to say like, yeah, it needs work. The Supergirl script needs work needs work you know of course it needs work but also too you know what i was seeing like on the timeline is the fact that you know when it comes to supergirl a lot of people are thinking that wait a minute you know and this even goes back to what matt vaughn said when he was promoting argyle and said well you know you already have your supergirl actors but you don't have a director it's like i thought the director should be part of that and i'm just kind of going like i think they already have a director they just haven't announced this person yet that's my thoughts. I mean, when I saw people going like, yeah, this is just going to be, you know, the James Gunn show. Well, first off, I was like going like, well, I mean, there was the casting of Gal Gadot as Wonder Woman before they got a director of Wonder Woman. And even Zach like pitched like a behind, you know, a backstory when it came to that. But again, you know, it's different now because it's James Gunn. Um, but I think they already have a director. They just haven't announced that person yet. Which makes sense. Like, yeah, you don't need to announce it yet. Get everything more going. I think they actually do. So, yeah, it's going to be interesting who gets that directing job. But I think, yeah, if, if, if I had to guess, I think they already have a director. But maybe they don't. Maybe they don't. And they're just still trying to find somebody who's like reads the script and goes, hey, yes, I could totally handle this right now. And I could take the job. I could do it. I could do it. All right. What else did I want to talk about? Yeah, pretty much got that. All right. So now, the Superman Legacy logo. I wanted to ask people about this. I mean, we talked about it on the Vox stream. And obviously, the news came out last Wednesday after I, dist after I completed Film Junkie Live. And obviously, with the, uh, the, the, the nameplate, which I love, like Collider. Collider actually said, yeah, uh, Isabella Merced accidentally posted the Superman logo, and it was like, no, they, there's no accidents when it comes to this shit. It was all planned. It was all planned. And it's just funny. It was like, really? You guys you guys are a movie site? You think that this was an accident? Okay, you're going to post that headline. Sure, whatever. It was an accident. But I wanted to, I ran some polls when it came to how people were feeling about it. And, of course, I run a poll on Twitter, and I run a poll on, on YouTube. So let's check out these polls right here and see where everybody's kind of sitting when it comes to the Superman legacy logo. Because if it if it is full-on the Kingdom Come logo, okay, interesting. I hope it's not. I hope there's a I hope it's tweaked a little bit, like it's not exact. So I, I put that second choice to for it to not be fully exact. And then I and then the third option was actually, okay, they should have just went with the traditional Superman logo. So it's kind of funny because sometimes they Twitter and YouTube run the same, but this time it's actually, a, it's a little bit different here. So here's the Twitter poll. So we have uh, 180 votes and 41.1% said, love it. 27.2, hope it's not exact. And then 31.7 is should be regular logo. Now, when it comes to YouTube, a little bit different. More people were saying it should be the regular logo. Should use the regular logo at 46%. Shouldn't be exact, 13%. And love it is at 41%. 
like I said, I don't want it to be exactly like it. I think they're, you know, utilize it, but maybe tweak it a little bit because that's what happens with the original logo. I mean, the original logo has been tweaked so many times. And, you know, when it came to Man of Steel, it was like, okay, that's the Superman logo, but it was tweaked a little bit. So, yeah, I do like the fact that they're not going to do the traditional logo because that's been done to death. So, yeah, tweak it a little bit. I mean, how many times have we seen the Batman logo tweaked? So many times. And the Superman logo has been relatively the same. Now, granted, it's different because you're talking about a, a little, a literal letter as the logo, and then you know Batman's just a bat, and the bat can be all different shapes and sizes and whatever. But you know, so when it comes to Superman, you're always recognizing that S. And when it comes to the Kingdom Come Superman logo, you know, some people might get confused by it because it doesn't look exactly like an S, but maybe they could tweak it a little bit where it's like, it's similar to the Kingdom Come logo, and then it's, but you can recognize that it is the S. So maybe that's what they're going to do, because I don't think he's going to actually do the full-on Kingdom Come logo, but I could be wrong, because he does love that logo. I mean, but for the most part, I mean, it is a really cool logo. It is a cool logo, because the fact that it's designed in such a way that it works with the, 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 the diamond, the diamond shape that it does. You look back and you go, oh yeah, that is an S, huh? That is an S. That's a nice S. That's a nice S right there. I don't know. How you guys feeling about that? How are we feeling out there in the chat about this, uh, the Kingdom Come logo? Let me know your thoughts. Because, like I said, I think they should just maybe just tweak it a little bit. I don't know. Maybe they should just tweak it just a, a little bit, just a tiny bit. So, Alakazoo, you like it? Yeah. You know? I mean, it's 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 unique. It's different. You got to do something different. You know? I think, I think the more, like, I don't think anybody's going to really care too much about the Superman S. But they might, you know, if it, you know, there's different things where it's like, what is it? What else is he gonna do? I mean, the more like crazier things is like people are like, what if he removes the cape? Or and then of course the trunks, no trunks. That's always been a thing, you know. That's gonna be controversial, but yeah. But it was just funny because I when I when when I posted about this 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 design, uh, when I posted about this design, some people were like, no, that's a bad idea because. But I'm like, yeah. But again, how many times have they changed? The bat logo i mean look at this logo right here the bat this for the batman you know it didn't it, it was like a like a hey let's let's make it like looking like a flying bat it's a different kind of bat logo and especially the 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 emblem was like completely something different that matt reeves did and i had somebody even say like you know you know if you're gonna do the kingdom come logo you better just do the kingdom come story and i went well that's not exactly right either because Zach, Zach brought the fat bat on Batman and in Batman vs Superman, and it wasn't exactly the Dark Knight Returns story, but he brought the fat bat there, and it's just like again, it's like I, some people just got to realize it's like yeah, it's I know it's not the same, it's Batman and Superman, they're 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 different, but at the same time, it's like you got to tweak the logo, you got to tweak the logo a little bit, it can't be the same thing over and over again. So yeah, I hope no trunks too. Looks uh, more like, uh, yeah, it looks like a, like a Kryptonian kind of logo, like a crest. Yeah. So, yeah, no, and then, of course, yeah, Mr. Nobody, what you said, too. There's the short ears for Batman and the long ears. You just got to tweak stuff. You got to tweak stuff. And I think going with a different style logo, but, you know, maybe have it tweaked a little bit. Maybe it's not going to be exactly like that. I hope it's not exactly like it. I hope there's like a little bit, you know, the costume designer added adds just a little bit to it where it's not just like the kingdom come logo but it might be i mean it's already been seen in live action with brandon ralph ralph ruth all right i think we're good with that one yep okay let's go uh let's go to the world of the scoopers scoopsy daisies pooper scoopers and all the other nicknames that I've given these guys. But uh, yeah, there was one particular scoop that came out recently that a lot of people were talking about. 
Well, it came from a certain individual, and I always have to, I just always go like, man, remember back in, you know, back in the day, I don't know, a few years ago, when anything that came out with this, from this particular person, that we went, all right, that fucking guy? No way. But now, all of a sudden, because, and this is what's happening, and I hate that I see this in the Snyder fandom, is now... When it comes to people in the Snyder Phantom that are not looking forward to the DCU and don't like James Gunn, now they're just going to believe every little scoop there is so that they can hate it more. And that's not a way to actually do things here, folks. I'm just saying. And when it comes to the in Snyder, which we know who that is, Mr. Jeff Snyder, who, uh, you know, has had meltdowns on Twitter and he had that FBI, whatever meltdown, something was happening and I made fun of him in a video and then he blocked me. And this was years ago, of course. Yeah, go ahead. Unblock me, Jeff. No, don't, don't do that. No, I don't need to see your stuff. Somehow I got on his mailing list. I don't know how. And I started getting, I started getting like emails from his mailing list. I'm like, I don't want to see that. I don't know. I don't really like the guy. I think he's arrogant and, um, you know, I just, I'm not a fan of the guy, but I just remember a time when it came to the Snyder fandom that nobody believed the shit that he was putting out there. And now I'm seeing people that just believe it because they've gotten to the point where they're just going to believe every little thing when it comes to DC studios or James Gunner and something like that. And just believe it because they want to hate on the thing more. Don't do that. Okay. Don't do that. That's all I'm asking. Just don't do that. Now, that thing was, of course, what I joked about at the beginning of the stream was Jurassic League. That's right. A, a Jurassic League movie, which, of course, is like a dinosaur versions of the Justice League. And they're saying that it's going to be a feature film. And a lot of people were like going, what the hell? Why would I need this? And I another thing that I'm also that I also I was going, all right, there's a Jurassic League film that might be coming up. So it's going to be like some kind of animated film. And it's most likely going to be family friendly. Why do you give a shit? <laughs> Don't give a shit. That's if it's not for you and they're going to be doing something. If this is actually true, if this rumor is true and they're actually going to make this movie, it's I don't I doubt it. If, if it happens, it's going to be any kind of live action thing. It sounds to me because if you look about Jurassic League, it's 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 something that was recent and it was a, a series and it was something. But if they do this, it's most likely going to be something that's going to be animated and most likely a family friendly animated movie. You don't have to watch it and it's not going to be anything that you need. I don't know. I, that's another thing, too. It's like, all right, not everything's that's going to be DC related is going to be for the masses. I think they're going to try to try to get all people they're trying to get as many people to watch certain things at all to me it just sounds like this is going to be something that might be coming to hbo max if it's actually true now james gunn has not talked about it has not debunked it or anything like that but i'm just like going i'm like all right people need to relax i get it you're not happy with things that are happening right now but i don't think getting mad about a possible just family friendly animated movie that might not cost that much and might just be put on max is something to freak out about Something free. But again, who's it coming from? The Insnider. Okay. Now, is he batting zero? No. Is he batting a thousand? No. Now, some people, when it comes to scoopers, and I've always said this, is like people will latch on to scoopers and say like, oh yeah, everything they say is great. I've even had people in my mentions talk about that. And they say like, oh yeah, he's very reliable. It's like, no, no, you're just a fan. But he's not. They're not. One of these days, I'm going to break down, like, the batting average of scoopers to see where they land, you know, to see where they land. I just, I, I want to, one of these days, I want to do that and just take all the scoops they put out there and which ones actually came true. That'd be a, a fun little project to do. I'd have to probably collaborate with somebody with that one, but that'd be a fun project to do. So you just got to, you know, remember, it's like, I'm never saying that they bat zero, but they're never batting a thousand either. So they're not all reliable and they're not all wrong as well. You know, it is part, you know, you, in order to get some credibility, you have to be right most of the time, I would say. So, but at the same time, it's like, okay, but just remember, like, he's been wrong. He's been wrong. And the biggest scoop that I saw, this was actually bigger than the whole Jurassic League thing. 
I actually saw this scoop of his go around much more, which is kind of funny because, you know, when it comes to DC stuff, you think that would be bigger. But I mean, honestly, it just seems like people are just more concerned about just regular movies. But he also said that they're going to do a modern day remake of American Psycho. No, no. Please don't do that. Hopefully that's not the case. And a lot of people were just not wanting that at all. Obviously, you know, we know about the, you know, the Christian Bale, American Psycho. Yeah, we were just kind of like, okay, hopefully that's wrong too. A modern day remake, does that mean it's going to be gender swapped? It's going to be a female, even though they did do a sequel with Mila Kunis. They already kind of did that, but it was just like a different, okay, hopefully they don't do that. But yeah, there was that too. But I think, I don't think that's going to work too well because, you know, obviously American Psycho took place in the 80s. And I think the whole it taking place in the 80s really helps that story. So I don't think that's, uh, I doubt, I doubt that that one, I, I, I would put money that that's not going to end up being true. There's no way, no way that they want to do that. And if they modernize it, I don't know. I don't know how, I mean, I guess there, there could be ways to do that, but ugh. hopefully they don't do that because I love that movie and I don't want to, I don't want to see, I don't want to see a remake of American Psycho. Get the fuck out of here. No. Yeah. That's one of those where I don't want to... It's going to happen, though. Eventually, they're going to freaking do something with it, right? Most likely. I don't know. And now we go to Daniel RPK, which, you know, out of all the scoopers, I might trust him more than most, even though he's gotten things wrong, too. Again, you know, we've got to figure out those averages. But, you know, things that he said, he said something pretty obvious. One of the first things that he said was Marvel Studios and Sony reportedly plan on including Miles Morales in Spider-Man 4. So that, so he just said Miles Morales. He didn't say Miles Morales, Spider-Man, which that makes sense. I mean, they've already established, you know, what's his name with um, Donald Glover, his uncle. They've already established him. They've already established him in the universe. So why not already get Miles Morales in there? Spider-Man 4 is just so up in the air because, you know, a lot of us just wanted a grounded type of Spider-Man movie. Rumors have it that it might not be. There might be a lot of players that are involved with it. And then also it was reported by him as well. And it seems like this probably is pretty legit when it comes to Captain America, Brave New World, that uh, the whole Serpent serpent Society, which was teased, if you guys remember, back when they announced, before they announced Civil War, and they had, you know, all the panels and all the titles for all the, the, the future Marvel movies, they actually had Captain America, for Captain America 3, they had Captain America, Serpent Society, and then they changed it into Civil War. And then, of course, Chris Evans and Robert Downey Jr. walked up on stage. It was great. It was a great little bait and switch. But they were going to include the Serpent Society in this, this Captain America. But apparently, it didn't go so well. And we've already heard that, yeah, they're going to start doing reshoots. Apparently, they're removing all that completely. And they've cast people that were in the Serpent Society. They cast the characters. So they're redoing that and apparently redoing the final fight. As well, this is going to be one of those movies where we hear about this inflated budget. That movie just sounds like a freaking disaster right now. It's like, eeshk, that just sounds terrible. So yeah, that's the uh, the scoops I wanted to talk about. Let's you just got to remember, don't believe everything you hear, son. As Bruce Wayne said in BVS, just because you hate things doesn't mean you have to believe every little thing you hear. Because then you you know to to hate it more. That's all I'm just kind of going like. When it comes to fandom, I get it. You don't have to be excited about what's coming out in the future, but just don't hate every. Don't utilize possible bullshit scoops to hate it more. Don't do that because then I see people that I you know interact with that end up getting you know they end up getting ratioed like a month, and I'm like yeah. But then again, maybe that's what they want to do. You know, everybody tweets at their own disposal, I guess. But I don't know. Which which ones do you guys think is true? <sighs> Fictional characters. Yeah, Snyder is very creepy. Yes, he is. He is very creepy. Here's a scoop about the gun verse. Superman will be a transgender. <laughs> Man, we won't see that. Then we won't see that bulge, huh? Daniel RPK was on Twitter with Scoop. Oh, yeah, yeah. There was that, too. You're right. I forgot about that. I had that on the list as well, was the fact that Daniel RPK also said that Booster Gold has already been cast and there's already a script. So there's also that too. That seems, again, my whole thinking is that I hope that a lot of the past year after announcing 
the DC slate that they did a lot of like, okay, we actually had people working on scripts. We had casting directors come in and start casting some of this stuff and directors. I just, that's what I'm kind of hoping when it comes to the DC DCU right now is like, but who knows? Because again, there's money, 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 money. And there's that whole thing. So I don't know. But yeah, apparently Booster Gold has also been cast. And it could be because what's his name? Who's playing the thing in Fantastic Four. He was on Jimmy Kimmel and he said he got cast back in August. So they've known about this. I mean, the, the, the Fantastic Four cast apparently was cast back in August last year. So that's the thing. It's like the strikes. Everything's just kind of screwed everything up right now. So yeah, apparently we have a Booster Gold. wonder who that's going to be. Hopefully an unknown. I don't want it to be an unknown. So yeah, there you go. All right, let's talk about the box office. That was apparently one of the lowest box office ever, or if not, was the boat lowest box office? Sure. I mean, it makes sense. There's nothing really out. Madam Web was nothing. I mean, it seems like Bob Marley is just kicking ass right now. But of course, you know, there's anticipation, of course, for Dune Part 2. But here's the box office right here. Bob Marley, One Love, made 13.5. It had a 52.9% drop. Not too bad, but it sits at 120.6. That's pretty good. I wonder what the budget was. I'm pretty sure it wasn't that huge. So that movie actually seems like it's doing well. And then, of course, you had some anime that came out. Ordinary Angels, it's one of those kind of like religious type movies. And then, of course, we have a 60.9% drop for Madam Web, and it sits at 77.4. Yeah. I think we all, I mean, this is basically the last time I'll probably be talking about Madam Web. I'm just saying, probably talking about Madam Web. But what I hope, what I hope, guys, is the box office that's happening this weekend and seeing all the positive reviews and seeing that the IMAX shows that happened last night were basically sold, selling out. They were selling out like crazy. Even the one I thought about going last night, but sadly I was like, eh, I already was having like a pretty crazy weekend. I'm going to go on Thursday. But I looked and there was probably about six seats open when I looked. So it seems like they're selling out. And I'm just hoping because I know we have Deadpool versus Wolverine, Deadpool and Wolverine and, and possibly Joker that are going to do box office business but and as much as i love the superhero genre i just like the fact that it's not the dominating force at the box office and i would hope that something like dune which is like you know star wars has dominated the box office dune has just never dominated the box i just really just hope that it, it is like one of the big heavy hitters of the year if not the biggest movie of the year that would be pretty sweet if somehow like dune part two because part one came out when the pandemic was still kind of like a big thing so I'm just really hoping, and, and after rewatching the first one again last night and loving that movie so much, loving that world, I just really hope that it ends up being like that that force, that box office force. Damn it. And then, of course, they had the premiere. And I must say this. When it comes to premieres and all these award shows with the red carpets, anybody else tired of the red carpet? stuff the red carpet videos of people like you know obviously you're walking in and they're posing they're basically doing like a zoolander thing you know they're on the red carpet and just kind of just doing all that hey thank you uh jason for gifting some more memberships out there appreciate it sir welcome new members but is anybody else tired of that is anybody else tired of like i mean obviously you have the interview stuff which yeah that's fine some sometimes it can be awkward but i just get tired of like it's just like such the look at me, look at me, look at me. I'm like, I just want to watch your movie and see your performance. I'd rather see the art. And when I even like when I went to the Rebel Moon premiere, you know, you just kind of just go like, ah, a lot of look at me stuff. Like, who's the who's the model actress who plays, you know, Blood Axe's sister? Anytime that she posed, she always had to do like a pose where she had to like, you know, stand in a certain way put her hands on her hips because she was wearing a very revealing dress and then pose. And I'm just like, Ugh, this is like the part of Hollywood that I really, I mean, obviously it's a lot of Hollywood, but it's just a lot of like, look at me, look at, look at how beautiful I am. And then what are you wearing? What are you wearing? Meanwhile, the guys are just wearing suits. It's mainly, I mean, that's the thing. It's like 
the ladies are always wearing some crazy stuff on red carpets and sometimes it gets a little too ridiculous sometimes it's you know they're beautiful they look good everything what are you wearing blah 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 but then then you just see pictures of the guys and they just put their hand in their pocket and just all right that's it hand in pocket it must get annoying too for some of the actors and actresses for doing that and sometimes like when zendaya showed up and looking like c-3po at one of the dune premieres or or that robot in in metropolis that old movie it's like okay there's no way that she's going to be able to sit in the movie theater in all that i mean it was just like ridiculous and like it looked like her ass cheeks were hanging out or like you know it was just like what what what's going on here like what's I don't know. See, I'm, I'm just, I don't know. That's just rant over, <laughs> rant over. I'm like, I don't know. I just want to see the movie and stuff like that. But man, it's like constant. When you see like the red carpet stuff, it's like, eh, it must get annoying though for some of them where you just have to stand there and pose and all these flash bulbs in your face all the time. And I don't know. That's just me though. That's just me ranting. That's just me ranting. But it's just so like, it's such the, it's like, look at me, look at me, look at me kind of thing. So anyways, well, we had C3 SE. <laughs> yeah, I just, I mean, I know some people thought it was cool, but I'm like, yeah, that's fine. I just think it's ridiculous. I think it's just a little too ridiculous. I'm more, I want to see Zendaya's performance in the movie. That's what I'm looking forward to. I'm looking forward to her performance in the movie. I don't care what the hell she looks like coming in but i know that's all part of it. it's part of the gig but it's just such a ugh, such a shallow part of the whole gig and everything you know and then you got someone like killian murphy you could tell that he hates all that and he just shows up he just look at stylish puts his hand in his pocket poses and does his thing and you know it's whatever anyways all right gladiator 2 <laughs> Oh, <laughs> Ridley Scott. Oh, boy. Now, we did kind of talk about this on the Vodka stream on Friday with Chris. And, man, I mean, and especially with somebody who works in the business, he, he you know, he, 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 he could tell, like, oh, yeah, this, this shoot has not gone well when it, comes to, when it comes to Gladiator 2 and the fact that the budget got so inflated. I mean, it almost sounds like it got doubled. Well, we're going to look at this article right here from The Hollywood Reporter. And, yeah. Not looking good. Not looking good. Rambling Roundup. Ridley Scott's very expensive Roman holiday. Plus John Peters. Of course, John freaking Peters. You guys know that name. If you know about stuff when it comes to Batman. John Peters cuts a check for Jan January 6th hairstylist. Why Beverly Hills is raging over a, na a no remodeling rule and how the grill kept Jackie Gleason on his feet. A lot of things right here, but holy crap. So we got right here when it comes to Gladiator part new with accidents on set, complaints about animal abuse, and now reports that the production went wildly over budget. Sources tell Rambling Reporter that Ridley Scott's long-anticipated Gladiator sequel is leaving Paramount execs feeling a bit like Joaquin Phoenix Emperor Commodus, Commodus terribly vexed. Initially budgeted at $165 million, sources say that the figure has ballooned to something closer to $310 million. Ah, it's a runaway, says one source. It's not being managed. The strikes account for some of that money, of course. The shutdowns starting in July reportedly cost $600,000 a week, or a total of about $10 million until Scott resumed shooting in December. Yikes. And then, of course, he was talking about, like, walks out, rolling out, ugh, stoppages. But even uh, before the walkouts, Fortuna clearly frowned on this sequel, which stars Paul Pascal as a grown-up uh, Lucius, the young, of course, the uh, of R Russell Crowe's character. This is what's wrong with Hollywood. This is what we keep talking about. But, of course, there's some factors involved. But if it's only $10 million, like, holy shit. And, you know, Ridley Scott's always been... A very efficient filmmaker. He's always been a very efficient filmmaker because he's all about let's go, let's go, let's go. You know, let's only do a, a couple of takes and we got it, we got it, we got it. He's always been fast moving, but with all the troubles on set, especially with stunts and 
animals. Obviously, talking about animal abuse, this this thing sounds cursed. And the sad fact of the matter is, Ridley Scott, he's not the big box office pool he once was. I mean, let's look at some of his last movies. They weren't exactly big box office draws. What the hell was that? Um, they're not big box office draws. So with this being inflated like this, and this is what sucks when it comes to Hollywood and everything that's been happening when you hear about layoffs, you hear about people, you know, just losing their jobs and there's possible strikes that might be happening because crew members aren't being paid correctly. When you see stuff like this, it's just like, yeah, what the hell? Get your shit together, Hollywood. Okay. While you keep pumping in all this money into a production that might not, might not even give you the return that you want. There's other people that are just losing their jobs and all this kind of, it's, it's just such a freaking mess, man. It's such a freaking mess. And God knows, I mean, if it, $310 million, again, what's the rule? You got to do like two and a half to three times that to get a freaking profit. And so now you're already tap, tapping into like, this thing's going to have to what? Make a billion dollars, almost a billion dollars just to make some kind of profit. Yikes. No good. And I don't think anybody really asked for a Gladiator sequel. I think everybody was okay with uh, the first Gladiator being its own thing. It came out a while ago, and now you're... Uh, this might end up being like a huge disaster. But, you know, Hollywood will Hollywood. Hollywood will Hollywood. All right. That's what they got. They just got to stop. And that's what's going to happen. That's what they're going to be forced to do. They're going to be forced to have to... Uh, Stop doing all this because of how everything is. Or peop more people are just going to lose jobs. More people are going to lose jobs. You got to, you know, it's going to be more responsibility. But then at the same time, then it worries that, okay, they're not going to take chances on some big things. But at the same time, it seems like some people, I don't know, maybe it's just because it's Gladiator and they were dealing with animals and, you know, big set pieces. I don't know. It's all just nutties. It's all just nutties. All right, let's see some Twitter questions right here. Yeah, let's see. All right, so we got Eric. I wonder, Dave, what what are the odds? Uh, what what the odds are that Zaslav can be shamed out of writing off the Coyote versus Acme film? Looney Tunes is the Warner Brothers IP, and people have said nothing but positive things about the film. Axing it would piss people off more than they already are. What you think? I don't think he cares. I think he's looking, people are looking at the numbers. And again, I would say that half the people that are saying, oh yeah, well, how dare they do this? They wouldn't have watched it in the first place. So I'm always looking at it like that. I mean, I would have watched it because I'm a big Looney Tunes fan, but there's a lot of people that would not have flocked to the movie theater to watch this movie. A lot of people that are saying that they should not cancel this movie would not have done that. You know, a lot of hypocrisy out there. Um, hopefully they just end up putting it on max or something. I'm hoping that's the case, but, uh, you know, it, they're, they're just going to do whatever, whatever saves them the money that they want to save, whatever's going to be the most financially thing. And sadly, again, they got to start thinking about this shit, you know, just like the big budget. So then they can stop doing this stuff, but hopefully fingers crossed that they actually just throw it on max or something and, you know, the fact that there are there is a lot of Internet buzz and a lot of Internet out there that's talking about this and some campaigns that they just do it. They just use that bad press and just put it out there. So then there could be some, you know, the money that they lose. They could just end up just being like, all right, we'll sacrifice that money to lose if it makes our image look better. They could do something like that. Alex, like did you watch the Horizon American Saga trailer, the new Kevin Costner Western? Yep, looks good. Like, uh, when they teased it, hey, this is Kevin Costner. He's good at doing westerns. He put his own money into this. Apparently, this even caused him to get a divorce. This is, like, Kevin Costner's passion project. And I say good. I like Kevin Costner as an actor. I've liked him since I saw... What are the first movie I saw? Probably Field of Dreams with him. No, I think it was actually Robin Hood. I think Robin Hood was, like, the first movie that I saw with Kevin Costner. But always been a fan of Kevin Costner. And this is his passion projects, two part Western, and it looks great. And I hope that this movie does business too. Again, I just, you know, with the superhero genre, Star Wars and stuff like that being such a dominating factor of the box office. And as much as I still want them to be, I just want, 
I just want to get to the point too, where these new fresh movies, these new different kinds of movies are also being just like last year with Barbie and Mario brothers. Like, Hey, this is something different. That was, uh, that, that dominated the box office. So I'm rooting for them and it looks good. It looks great. Now then, if WB does merge with another studio that gives Zaslav double the amount of projects to flush away, yay! Remember, he says it took bravery to do it. He's the real hero. Well, we got a Zazzy Pants fan right there. That's good, I guess. Mr. Nobody, I'm not sure what to expect from Superman Legacy, but I hope they're going to use the journalistic nature of both Lois and Clark. Sounds like they are. I hope the film is a success. It already feels pretty packed. I don't think this film will necessarily be a make it or break it for DC, but it's important. Yeah, it just it doesn't need to make a billion dollars. It just needs to be pretty. It just needs to be profitable. You know, I would say. And like, again, it's going to be interesting what that budget ends up being. Cooper Knox, speaking of scoopers, do you think that the scooping game should never have existed because they keep ruining all the surprises? Yes, that's you know, there's scooping and then there's just spoiling. You know, it's that's a lot of the things. It's just like they just spoil shit sometimes. You know, it's a it's a it's a gross game. I've never liked it. You know, I've never liked this the scooping game. Devon Wooter, hello, Dave. Do you think Chris Evans should be the next Batman? Fuck no. Ugh, he's already been two superheroes, and I don't see him as Batman at all. So no, I, I definitely knew. What's your favorite kill scene in, in the Rambo movies? I um, mean, Jesus Christ, it's hard to pick one. There's been so many. In the Jurassic League, do you think James Gunn is going to change the title? And will Henry Cavill come back as an evil twin in, in uh, Mission Impossible 8? No, nah, I don't think he'll... I don't think I don't think Cavill will come back. It would be pretty interesting if he did, though. But I doubt he'll come back. Um, and like I said, the Jurassic League thing, who knows if that's going to be happening. And like I said, I don't see it being some kind of big theatrical release, live, release live action. I think it's just going to be some kind of small movie to... I don't know. Uh, and then event again, you ever watch the YouTube channel? We watched a movie. They lean towards horror, but cover everything. You need to get those two lunatics on the vodka stream. I think I might have heard of them. Might have to check them out again. You know, I'm always up for getting some more people on to the vodka stream, more guests. You know, sometimes I just get a little too busy, uh, you know, but I'm, you know, not as busy as I once was. Um so maybe I'll try to do, uh, try to get, I'll reach out to more people, especially, you know, when it comes to, it's a lot easier to get content creators like YouTubers as guests. It's a lot easier to get them more than like, you know, more like, like, I, you know, I was trying to get somebody who's, you know, very well known in the, uh, comic book movie world does interviews and stuff like that, but trying to get him on, we've been in conversation, but his schedule is so freaking busy that, God knows when I'm going to get them on, if I ever do, you know, and then sometimes even when it comes to like actors or whatever the hell, it's just when you have a specific time for a stream, you know, it's, it's, it's difficult. And yeah, I've done like the pre-recording before and I'll probably start doing that again. I just feel like it loses something when it's like pre-recorded, you know, I always like the relaxed. That's what I love about the vodka stream is like, it's relaxed, loungy kind of pour a drink if you want, you know, but it's. That's what uh, that's what I always like about it, and it can be difficult. Can be difficult when, is you got to set time. Yeah, thanks, Jason. Yeah, that was fun with Chris, and Chris will definitely be back. We had a good time, just you know, shooting the shit, shooting the shit, and him talking about the biz. You know, it's always cool to talk to people in the biz about everything that's going on and and things. Shall so yeah, he'll definitely be back, and be talking more about all that. He said so. All right, guys, let's go ahead and wrap up the stream. Appreciate you guys spending some time with me. Always great talking to you about all this nonsense. Subscribe to the channel if you haven't already. Hit that notification bell. Follow me on the sock meds if you want to support the channel. Got the Patreon. Uh, posted something on there earlier today, so if you haven't seen it yet, patrons, do that. Uh, and I try to post. I'll probably post like a little pod on there tomorrow or something like that, a little extra stuff. And, uh, yeah, if you want to become a member, too, we do a members-only stream after every Wednesday stream. And thank you, uh, Jason, and anybody, uh, I think Lisa also, uh, for giving out some more memberships to be part of the member uh, members-only 
members only stream that we do every Wednesday. You guys are awesome. All right, guys. I'll see you guys on Wednesday for another Film Junkie Live. Love ya. Talk to you later.